0: Ten percenters, the Lord does not want us to be a ten percenter. Ten percent, of course, is our tithe, it's our offering, uh, but we are to give him more than ten percent. After all, Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles, that should call for something from us. It's a change in perspective. If Jesus is alive and Jesus loves us and Jesus works miracles it ought to alter our perspective of this old world that we live in one of the things that we need to understand is that what's going on in our world should not really impact us it could obviously it should concern us obviously it should lead us to make certain decisions and certain actions but if jesus is alive and Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles, then what has taken place ought to change how we respond to it in this world. It ought to really elevate our perspective. For example, this week I filled up with $4 gasoline. I stood there, an old boy was standing there with his Dodge truck, and I said, as we're filling up our cars, mine stopped long before he did, and I looked at him and I said, boy, it hurts me, and mine stopped long before yours did, and he just shook his head and he said, I don't know how much of this we can put up with. How are you gonna put up with it? And I said, well, for me, Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles. He looked at me like... I said, that's how I'm putting up with it, man. That's how I'm putting up with it. Yeah, but how are you going to be able to drive to work? Jesus is alive. Jesus loves us. And Jesus still works miracles. That's how I'm going to put up with it. He went, all right then. (laughs) I was hoping for a better conversation we had. But that's my idea. Let me tell you something. Gasoline is getting crazy, right? Inflation is getting crazy, Used to go to Walmart, buy what I buy, 50 bucks. Now I go to Walmart, buy what I buy, 80 bucks. Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles. When I watch the news and I watch the president and I watch the lady that talks about the president, how wonderful he is, and I listen to what they say about inflation and I listen to what they say about the oil thing. Now, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, I don't know a lot about most things. But when I listen to them talk about the oil industry, now being raised in San Angelo, I've, I've got two real close friends. I mean, we were in first grade together, second grade together. We, we, we went to the same elementary school, same junior high, same high school. And with one of them went to the same college. We know each other. They were in my weddings. I was in their weddings. I married them. We have been connected for a long time. And, and, and one is a president of an oil company today. Another one owns an oil company. And, and through the years, I've listened to them. I've listened to them say that, that when oil gets to a certain number, they can make money and they can make good money. And when it gets to that number, they're going to drill, and, and they're going to produce, and they're going to have this. And, and at one time, one of them had 13 oil rigs. I've got another friend that wasn't as close, but he bought out Melon Drilling. He's got a big company out there. And I'm, in, I'm here to tell you, if an oil man can make money, he's going to. And so when the, when I hear on the news those guys saying that you know there's you know there's all these permits there's a, there's this seven thousand permits a permit is a place you go check out if there's any oil there you know and if if those old guys could make money today they would be drilling like crazy so there must be something wrong so so when I hear those words I get kind of just uh, uh. and some of you guys are oil people here. And you hear those words, how do we respond today when when there's this so much junk being set out there and and, and, and so lack of solutions? Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles. You got to keep focused on it. You can't let this world situation get the best of us. We've got to stay strong we've got to hang in there we 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 have an opportunity we have an opportunity as believers today to put our best foot forward and our best foot forward is faith in Christ we have an opportunity today to help people understand what is true and what is not and 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 there's so many pressures there's so many struggles going on right now. There's so many issues. I mean, the way things are going now, I mean, we may be paying 8 $9 a gallon for gas. Many of us are gonna struggle. We're gonna pay a lot of money at the grocery bar. We're gonna, we're gonna be struggling, right? I mean, there's gonna be people that have to choose between medicine and gas. They're gonna have to choose between a loaf of bread and something their kids need at school. I mean, all around us, there's gonna be hurt, there's going to be pain. There's going to be struggle. And and for the life of me, I, I I can't understand why our leaders don't see. So it makes me understand that they do see, and it's intentional, and it's just the way it's going to be for a while. So how do we respond, believers? We respond by doing what we know to do. We respond, first of all, we are not to be tied to money. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasures for the earth with moth and rust destroy. And so, you can't just hold on to your money. You can't worry about your money. Jesus says to us, because we're his children, we are not to be anxious about money. He says it very clearly. He says it by saying, don't worry about what you wear. Don't worry about what you eat. Don't worry about those things For and, and because worry will eat your lunch. That's what he says. He says, tomorrow has enough worries for itself. And so as Jesus' people, we need to live differently. We've got to live differently. And Jesse said it in, in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said, if you're going to be one of his people... And if you're gonna follow him, if anyone would come after me, verse 23 says, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. We've got to every single day deny ourselves. That means that we've got to deny what we want. We've got to deny what our desires are. We've got to deny our goals Our missions, our, our mission cannot supersede what Jesus wants for us. And so if we're going to be his people in times like this, in times that, that we're facing today, we, we have the un, unknown thing going on with Ukraine. We've got the Russia thing. We, we've got all these issues going on. I mean, I haven't thought about nuclear problems in a long time. And all of a sudden, I'm beginning to wonder, you know, it, it just takes one guy to push the wrong button somewhere, and it's going to domino. It's going to happen very quickly. I grew up getting under a desk for nuclear drills. Can you believe that? And, and for you younger people, you may not do that. You do it for tornadoes, I think. But we used to have to get under a little desk and they said, they're going to be a nuclear explosion. Y'all all get onto your desk. In first grade, I knew the desk wasn't going to help me none. <laughs> I knew it. In first grade, I understood about nuclear power and weapons. I saw the big mushroom on the, on the screen. I saw what happened. And, and, and I, I remember getting under there. People said, I don't believe this desk is going to help us None. We live right outside. I lived within two, 300 yards of Goodfell Air Force Base. And we always knew that if, if the Russians, whoever else bombs us, they're going to bomb that base. So we don't have much time. And, and even as kids, we would talk about that. We had another nuclear drill. They rang the bell. We got on the desk. You know, put your head between your legs. Well, what good is that going to do? You know, we ought to at least be able to go play ball for the last time. What they should have done is said, nuclear power, y'all go have fun. This is all you get. But they didn't do that, right? But, but once again, I'm thinking about that. How do you keep perspective? How do you keep perspective? How do you keep moving forward? How do you keep from being so full of anxiety that you can't see straight? You got you to gotta get in tune with what God wants. That's the key. And what God wants from us is for us not to be a 10 percenter, not to be halfway, but for us to deny ourselves, take up his cross daily and follow him. So every single day, what what does the Lord want? How does the Lord want it? What does he want me to do? What does he want me to say? How does he want me to be? That's what Jesse said. Good scripture She also said about Matthew 23. Look over there. Matthew chapter 23. Just do your best with the scriptures over there. I know I changed on you. We'll do that next week, so you'll be ready. Lord willing. Lord willing. Matthew 22, sorry. Matthew 22. What's the greatest commandment? What is the greatest commandment? Yeah, the greatest commandment. You shall love, this is Matthew 22, verse 37. 20, 36 is the question, teacher, which is the greatest commandments in the law? And he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with 10% of your heart. Yeah. <laughs> if we read the word, it doesn't say 10%. He says, you shall love your Lord your God with 50% of your heart. You shall love the Lord your God on the weekends. Doesn't say any of that, does it? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. I don't know where Adam and Eve's kids' wives came from. I don't know how old the world is. I think it was a seven day creation time, but I'm not totally sure. It might be seven ages, seven days. I don't know all the events that are going to take place right before Jesus comes, but I know he's coming. I don't know if there's a rapture or not. I personally believe there's not one, but I'm not absolutely sure about that. I don't know. The more I study about it, the more I look at Revelation, I've changed the years. And I look at that going, well, there's some evidence both ways. I, I don't know about a lot of things, but I don't think there's any question about this. How much love does God want us to love him with? All. Partial? No. 50%? No. 75%, that's three quarters. No. I know for absolutely sure that what God wants from all of us is to love him with all of our heart. Only you can answer that question if you're loving God with all your heart or not. Only you can answer that. Are you worshiping with all your heart? Are you loving with all your heart? Are you serving with all of your heart? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. How much of your mind does the Lord have? That's, I know for sure that what God wants from us, spoken by Jesus here, is that we love him with all of our heart. That's what he wants. What do we do in these trying times? I know this for a fact. I know this is true. What do we do when life is difficult? What do we do when we don't have a lot of answers to what's taking place? What do we do with $4 gas? What do we do with the price of groceries going up so much? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do in the midst of such social crisis that's going on in our land? What do we do when the school's teaching these things? What do we do with this transgender thing that's taking our country by storm for some reason that blows my mind? What do we do with all this scheming that's going on? What do we do with all these drugs coming across our border? What do we do when so many people are being hurt, when there's so much injustice going on? What do we do when there's so much hatred, when there's so much racial divide? What do we do? As believers, we love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. That's what we do. And when we love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, in this dark, Crazy world, we will shine brightly for the Lord Jesus. That's what we do. It's a change of perspective. The change of perspective that I've been sharing with you, a challenge with you, is this putting in $4 gas, Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still works miracles. I'm going to change my perspective. I'm going to look for the miracle, I'm going to look for the love. I'm going to be focused on where the love is. If Jesus loves us, then wherever Jesus is loving people, that's where the Spirit of the Lord is at work. I'm going to get right there, and I'm going to be involved in that. I'm not going to allow Satan to give, I'm not going to give him an opportunity to get in the way of what God wants to do in my life in these difficult times. I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to be stronger than I've been. I'm going to exercise more faith than I've exercised. Because that's what it means that if we're going to be one of his followers, we take up the cross, we deny ourselves, we follow him every day. What does that look like? What does it mean that you and I will will every single day deny ourselves, take up his cross, and follow him? You know what it means? We love God with all our heart, all our mind, all of our soul. We're all in. We're not a 10 percenter. That's what we've got to do. That's what we're called to That's the assignment. What's the teacher? What's the greatest of all the commandments? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Is this teaching for difficult days? This teaching is for all days. We just happen to be facing difficult days. We gotta love. We have to love. Don't don't become so bitter, so resentful. Don't become so polarized with people over differences of opinion. Don't, Don't allow yourself to get into that devil's trap that'll keep you from loving people the way God wants us to. Because if you're not careful, all the things that are taking place will, will cause you to obsess over them, and you'll miss out on the opportunities that our Lord is going to put right before every single one of us. And, and the opportunities to get on the right road, getting headed in the right direction, is when we're loving God with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength, all our mind, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. We're going to have the right perspective. We're going to have the right focus. And we're going to have the right perspective. And we can fight. We can fight the temptation to get bitter, to get resentful, to get critical, to allow ourselves to quench his Holy Spirit if we're not careful. If we're not careful. The second commandment is like it. You shall love the Lord. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend on all the law and the prophets. So when I heard Jesse a while ago, go, I went, "Yep, yeah, we, we need to talk about perspective. Perspective makes a difference. How do you handle the problems going on? How do you handle the troubles in society? What are we going to do? We, we've got to focus on what we know for sure. If you're going to be one of the Lord's people, you've got to, Deny yourself, take up the cross and follow him every day. If you're going to follow the Lord, if you're going to have a of perspective, you got to love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Are you loving God with all your heart? Only you can answer that. Are you loving your neighbor as yourself? Is, is, is there any acts taking place in your life today that is only because of Love. Only because of love. Only because of love. Nothing else. No strings attached. Just love. Why are you Christian people doing this? Because we love. Why are you treating that old boy with such passion and compassion and, and empathy? Because we love. Why why are you loving that old boy that disagrees with you? Because we love. Love is gonna carry us through. Love is that unquenchable power, strength that we need to latch hold of in our day-to-day. Because Jesus is alive, Jesus loves us, and Jesus still does miracles, we need to really focus on what Jesus wants for us today. What are you doing that can only be defined as love? Love. Are you a 10%er? Are you a 25 percent, or How much of your heart does God have? How much of your heart does God have? Let me give you something we can do just out of love. No strings attached. Nothing will come back from us. Challenged you last week with building the apartments very, very, right across the little alleyway from where those houses are you saw in Jesse's video. And $70,000 to build seven of them. $10,000 an apartment. And then 30,000 to do some other infrastructure stuff right around those apartments uh, to make it where people, women, that have issues, they may have been kicked out of their house, they may be homeless, they, 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 all kinds of reasons. These ladies in Africa struggled mightily. We'll have a place for them to stay. They can stay there in those two houses or two elderly ladies Senior ladies in the group, Martha and Faye, they're they're evangelists, they're counselors, they're they're women of God, and, and they're powerful. And, and they're gonna sit on their front porch at evening. I can see it already, and, and they're gonna be able to mess with those ladies and their children and help them and feed them and encourage them and clothe them. And the best thing of all, share Jesus with them. I gave you the $100,000 goal. Last week, we were given the challenge by a couple fellows in our congregation of a $50,000 match. So if we raise $50,000, they'll match it with $50,000. And so instead of trying to raise $100,000, we then need to try to raise $50,000. Last week, you gave $16,100. So my math says that you subtract sixteen thousand one hundred from fifty thousand dollars, we are thirty-nine thousand nine hundred dollars short of just doing something just because of love. And I don't know about you, but that helps me handle. That helps me handle four dollar gas that helps me handle a culture that's imploding. That helps me move forward to to have some purpose that we can do something that is beyond description just because of love. Most of us won't go. Most of us won't see with our own eyes. We'll just hear about it. But it's just because of love. That's what we do. You know what else we did this week? We sent $6,000 to Peru to provide bunks for their ministry center. You know why? Because the Lord has provided it and we had it and we just love. That's what we do. You know what else we did this week? We counseled people. We helped people. Why do we do all these things? We shared Christ with people this week. We loved on people. We had Bible studies this week. We, we made phone calls. We we prayed for people this week. We're helping people who are ill. We're helping people who are going through emotional troubles. You know why we do all that here? Because we just love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and, and we love our neighbor as a self. And, and folks, we need to... Increase the dosage in these difficult days. It is is best for you personally to increase the dosage. It'll give you the power to hang on. It'll give you the power to release the anxiety that you might might be feeling today. Just do what Jesus said to do. That's where the power is. That's the secret of the overcoming life. Thank you, Jesse, for sharing with us today a powerful message. We don't have the luxury of being 10 percenters in this day and time. Love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And love your neighbor yourself. How do you love yourselves? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor like you love yourself. Love people. And watch the Lord Jesus work. Amen. Oh, man. Just think about it. Jesus is alive. That ought to change things for us. I live like Jesus is alive. Am I living like Jesus is alive? Do I face problems like Jesus is alive? Do I face obstacles and challenges like Jesus is alive? Does does my life show that I believe Jesus is alive? Jesus loves us. Am I living like I'm loved? Do I treat other people like I'm loved? That's a good question. Am I handling problems like I'm loved? I mean, I'm loved unconditionally. I'm loved with all his heart. Nothing more powerful than his love. How am I dealing with my life's challenges like I'm loved and Jesus still works miracles. I mean, basically, all of us face life with the perspective of either Jesus can do it or he can't. God can accomplish things or he can't. How are we responding? You know, how, is, our, is our glass half full with the possibility that God can work a miracle? Is that how we face troubles? Is that how we face life? I mean, if Jesus still works miracles, then wait for him to happen. If Jesus still works miracles, then pray for them to happen. If Jesus still works miracles, then show up and look for the miracle to happen. Show up with optimism. Show up with, with faith. Show up with anticipation of what the Lord might do if it's his desire. Perspective. Jesus is alive. Jesus loves us. And Jesus still works miracles. Whatever you're going through, he is the same. Think about that for a moment. He is the same regardless of what we're going through. Amen, hallelujah. I'm gonna cast my vote for Jesus. He, I'm on Jesus' team. I'm so thankful I'm loved. I woke up this morning loved. He loves me. He thinks I'm goofy, but he loves me. And I just got to open the word and say, Lord, you are awesome. You are so wonderful to me. All you have done for me. Jesus is alive. Jesus loves Lee. And Jesus still does miracles. What a life. We get to live because of that. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank your word today through Jesse. Spoke to my heart, Lord. Father, you've called her to preach, it's obvious. Use her however you desire. Lord, we're thankful for what's going on across the world. We're thankful for what's going on here. We're thankful for your Spirit's work. Help us to love you, God, with all of our heart, all of our strength, all of our mind, all of our soul. Lord, speak to our heart. If there's anything we're holding back, And Lord, help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Just love them and see what you do with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Ushers, come forward today.